0: You are now listening to a Fit Plus Love production. Hello, welcome, and welcome back to Monday Moves, the Marnie on the Move podcast weekly Monday episode drop. I'm your host, Marnie Salah. Today, I'll be doing a recap of my Boston Marathon weekend, spectating and attending as media to many of the cool events that were happening all throughout the weekend. On Friday night, we pulled into Boston, super late. I could already feel the hype and running vibe emanating from the city. I was there to spectate, cheer, attend a few media events, shakeout runs, meet up with new friends, and scope out the race as a way of officializing it on my vision board for 2025. I would say 2024, but it's a marathon and one of the most challenging to complete and to get into. So to be realistic, I'm saying 2025. And since I'd like to qualify, I think it will take another year. I like to set audacious goals and then map out a strategy that sets me up for success. When I did the New York City Marathon in 2019, this was the plan. To start marathoning and eventually BQ. Boston has always been the goal. Why? A lot of people ask me. So my reason is because it's the oldest marathon, just wrapping up 127 years. I love the city. I grew up hanging out here from early days driving up for the weekend from my university in Connecticut to spending 10 years windsurfing and visiting friends on the Cape. I was even there during one of the biggest blackouts of all times, dancing at the A-House in P-Town, but that's not a running podcast. All right. I've been watching this race, though, on TV as far back as I can remember, and I was even watching 10 years ago during the bombing, which was so awful sad and devastating it changed the sport and high-profile races forever and amped up security which is the way unfortunately of our world also another podcast i don't know how to explain in words the magic of the boston marathon weekend on newberry street and boylston street it felt like a giant running festival every running brand has a pop-up or storefront with experiential events from panels and talks with pro athletes, thought leaders, authors to shakeout runs to engage the running community where hundreds of athletes show up. There are brunches and just all out parties. Lots of great deals, giveaways, discounts. Even if you aren't running like me, it is an absolute blast. I am a runner, so this was next level. Since everyone is centered on two blocks, it feels like Times Square in New York City on a weekend, but with runners. It also kind of reminded me of Fashion Week in New York City, but again, with runners. There is this incredible vibe. Lots of new brands, new products to discover, people to meet. And then there are tons of familiar products and brands that you already know. Shoes, gear, apparel, everything. The expo felt less impressive in terms of discovering new brands or really even engaging with brands I knew and really felt heavily advertised and sponsor-centric, which I get because sponsors pay for the race. But it was not nearly as interesting as what was happening in all of the pop-ups and storefronts on Boylston and Newbury Street. Getting inside with the crowds felt a little extra. It was truly not my favorite part. But one great takeaway, though, from the expo was that I got to say hello to my friend Alison Desir, author of Running While Black, and she was signing books next to other changemakers and authors and runners, Lauren Fleshman, who is the author of Good for a Girl, A Woman Running in a Man's World, and Kara Goucher, author of The Longest Race Inside the Secret World of Abuse, Doping, and Deception, on Nike's Elite running team. That was a major highlight, getting to say hello and connect with these three awesome women, runners, authors, and change makers. All right, here's the play-by-play. Saturday morning I went to the Tracksmith Shakeout run, which also included a hundred or so runners from the brand's community. There were lines out the door. And in fact every store on Newberry Street seemed to be bustling at 8 a.m on a Saturday. The streets were packed. After the shakeout run, since I wasn't running, which therefore it was more of a tempo run for me, I went over to the Brooks Hyperion house to hear a conversation with Allison Desir and Tommy Runs. This was eye-opening and inspiring. I also met up with a few people from the Brooks team that I have not met in person, but only on Zoom. This was really awesome. And generally, throughout the day... I walked around taking photos and met lots of money on the Move podcast listeners and runners, which was incredible to meet people and to meet you, my listeners, in person. It was very moving. I was also giving out hats from TSG Media client All Day Running Co. and generally truly enjoying meeting runners, asking about what they love, about running, about the race, about Boston, what they were expecting, how many marathons they've already done, how many times they've done Boston. I talked to so many people, and I only recorded a few of those conversations, but it was just really amazing and made me want to do this race even more. On Saturday, I also got to meet up with someone that I've worked with for three-plus years. And since then, we've become friends. And he was the person that originally brought me on board with Inside Tracker way before any triathletes or runners had heard of them. I mean, really early days— and now he's on to a new career and job. But it was really great to connect in person after working with someone for over three years. After my day in Boston, I was zapped. I had lots of fun things scheduled on Sunday, another shakeout run with Puma. And, but I woke up late and headed into Boston just to go to the expo, which, as I mentioned, was not all that I thought it was going to be. I did, however, walk around again and talk to people and had lots of fun. The expo just didn't have the same vibe as the pop-ups and community out on the streets. We popped into marathon sports and I finally tried UCAN bars. I needed a good carb bar for the bike and I don't really use gels anymore. Lori joined me on Sunday and wanted to give me a tour of her favorite spots when she was in college at Wellesley. Monday, we watched from Wellesley College, and I got to experience the Scream Tunnel. Super cool. It's a tunnel of women, usually Wellesley students, that come out and cheer for all the runners as they run through Wellesley and past the campus. It's pretty awesome. I must say, the energy and the vibe, incredible. They also have a huge party on campus, and so since Wellesley is Laurie's alma mater, I got a tour. This was a great spot to watch, the 20K marker, because up ahead, it was not too crowded, and I got to get incredible footage of the pros, like Kipchoge, Des Linden, Sarah Hall, and really everyone. My biggest takeaways from the weekend were that the running community is truly awesome. No matter where you go, no matter what race, if you're a runner, you know. And the vibe is amazing. It was just super incredible to just connect with so many people that are moved by sports and athletics. Meeting people IRL is a true game changer. And I have a new appreciation for the opportunity to be in a community with people in real time. There's nothing better. Another big takeaway was that while I know that I love talking to people, asking lots of questions, hosting this podcast and interviewing Olympic athletes, founders, experts, it really hit me this weekend because I felt like I was in my element. It was just totally natural for me to ask lots of questions, turn on the video, start recording I love talking to people and interviewing people. And I've interviewed over 300 people on this podcast from Olympians and pro athletes to world-renowned founders and CEOs, experts. But what I really love is interviewing people that aren't any of those things, that are just regular athletes, passionate about what they're doing and getting to know them and how their journey has come to where they are now and where they started. And I just I just found that, so exciting about the weekend, whether I was interviewing them on camera, off camera, for the podcast. It just was, this was truly driven home for me that this is my, this is my jam. I am a natural for interviewing people, whatever platform, whomever they are, from the pros to the age groupers to the everyday person. All right, Boston Marathon is officially on my vision board. Now I need to start doing the things, taking the incremental steps and training to get there. Have an awesome week over and out. Thanks again for tuning into Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarniOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download, to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, MarniOnTheMove1 at gmail.com and let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of, If you have questions for our guests, just reach out.